And this thought came to me so powerfully and I want to share it with all of you because this is how I hear God. You know, you know the Bible, the first chapter of Bible, the Genesis, the book of Genesis is not actually creation. You know, you're all laughing at me. Jess is really cracking or like, what is it then? It is only the first scripture is, um, is creation. Okay, Jess, I want you to read. Pass the mic to her. Jess is going to read. Um, switch on that mic and read the first three scriptures for me. I know. I love this. Holy Spirit, I am available to you. Use me. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Genesis chapter 1. This is from NIV. Yes. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Hmm. Now, the earth was formless. Okay, and hold on. So in the beginning, God created. So that is creation. Yes. Yes. Second one. Now the earth was formless and empty. So you're telling me this perfect God who created everything, he created things broken? No. So between verse 1 and verse 2, something happened. So what we read as God making man and God establishing the earth saying this is here, this is here. Uh, the sun, the, the moon, the water, everything. Mm -hmm. So please, I want you to read now with the second lens which I'm bringing through the Holy Spirit right now. Mm -hmm. Verse 2 onwards. What is verse 3? Mm. And God said, let there be light. Mm. And there was light. Uh, what is verse 2? Verse 3. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. Mm. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. Wow. Verse 2 is telling me, verse 1, God created everything beautiful. Verse 2, something broke and something happened. So between verse 1 and verse 2, something happened. It is not mentioned there. So, but every time we read Genesis chapter 1, we thought it's the story of creation. Even I thought, I'm not saying I, I, I you know, we thought it was the story of creation. But what if I tell you, the first chapter of the Bible was not the story of creation. It was the story of restoration. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. Wow. Which included creation. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When God restores something, He also creates something within it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, you can say this is restoration. Listen, I am prophesying to on all of you. When God restores something, hmm? okay. they're having a drink. So, so when God restores something, inside of that restoration, God will add a creation. And he, may, and he will make it more glorious. You're getting it? Please get it. Please get it. If you wanted only God to create, it was the first verse and your Bible ends there. But actually when God started to restore, he had, you know, like, please, you have to really get this. It is so powerful. When God began to restore, in the restoration, there is higher glory. Isn't that powerful? Yes. Isn't that powerful? Yes. Within restoration, there is more glory. Mm -hmm. 
So people on Zoom, they are all laughing here. I don't know why now. Am I looking funny? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So within restoration, there is recreation for more glory. What's happening today? I have no clue what's happening today. All of you. Let's do it one more time. Am I doing my Bible reading wrong? So when God started restoration, he added more glory by creating within restoration. As, oh my goodness. They're telling me not to preach now. So, 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 please feel free. You're in the house of God. Just let me be a little contained, you know, so that I can talk about restoration one more time. So, restoration is not repair. You're getting this? Did everything that I preached in the beginning is gone or what's still there? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So, just to the world. Now, let's go back to the world, the beginning of the beginnings, right? Keep this Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, 2, 3 with you. Jess, I'm going to come back to you. So, everything the world... The hundreds of sources of information, hundreds of spirits, hundreds of voices, where are they stuck? With failure, with brokenness, what got broken, what got messed up. And they had a judgment out of it. And they had an experience with their failure. And out of that, they brought a message and they want everything to be defined out of it. But our God is different. When he started writing the Bible, he didn't define this world. Based on what Lucifer did. My goodness, I feel the presence of God in this room. God did not define writing Genesis based on what brokenness and shattered void and what happened. He restarted to redefine a broken world. He began to redefine a voidness. He began to redefine confusion. By what? By hovering with his spirit. And he said, I want to redefine everything with restoration, which has recreation and has more addition in it. And it brings new life into it. 
So I have news to tell you one thing tonight. Restoration is more powerful than creation. People on Zoom, are you with me? Which tells me, I'm prophesying over people on Zoom. If there is a broken piece in your life, today if this revival grace touches you and God restores you, this is more glorious than your original state of fullness. Because now when God restores you, it includes revival, it includes renewal, and it includes recreation within the restoration. What so if you went through a financial, uh, what to say, brokenness? So what? When God restores you, within that restoration will be more glory. Janice, this is what, when I held your hands, that when you came into the house, I told you, this is the more glorious one. That is what I was saying in the spirit. So this is not like that. This is a new thing, a new wine, entering a new wineskin. That means the old wineskin is gone. This is a new dimension. This is a new creation and it comes with restoration. Wow. <laughs> Blessed are you when you have a story to tell. And that is what God did in Genesis. God said, I have a story to tell, but I will tell it by redefining what I can do on a broken world. This gives me permission to prophesy over all of you as a prophet and say, hey, give God space to move over your life in a way that you're completely redefined. Not by how you were defined. Give God the opportunity to redefine you. In the mighty name of Jesus, every definitions that the enemy has put on you through judgment, through your own failure, through your own brokenness, through your own shortcomings, today let it be erased through the blood of Jesus. And may my God redefine you with restoration. And may he recreate within the restoration new glory, new filling, new dimensions which you've never seen before. Because my God is a God of revival. Revival comes only after death. You don't revive something that's alive. You revive something that's gone. The Lord told me when in 2016, 20, September 26th or 2006. God said, you will revive dead churches. I am waiting for that day. That in Chicago, I will get to visit churches which are dead. When God begins to pour out, that we will revive churches back to life. And I'm counting on all of you to be part of this kind of anointing. That you go and you bring things back to restoration and to life. So today I'm sent to redefine the word restoration. Restoration is not repair. In fact, restoration is more glorious than creation. Am I biblical now? Come on now. Am I biblical now? Because when God restored this planet, He added more beauty to it. He added us. He sent the Holy Spirit to decorate it. 
he did so much and in fact he loved it so much he said i'll also come and be one among them everything you read in the bible that we celebrate now started after brokenness in fact we are the ones who god says glory to glory if you think lucifer was glorious god said hey i will take something that is so broken dirt from the ground and i will recreate man from it and i will put my life and my breath in it and i will make this one more glorious than an angelic being creation but i'm going to do another recreation which is going to be more powerful you know why i call it recreation because we were formed from mud and dirt we don't have everything perfect in us but god says i will put my spirit in you and make you so glorious now can i give you the scripture yes john chapter 10 verse 34 um before you go there just can you read that th- second verse and then we will read john chapter 10 verse 34 now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters mm-hmm. before we go to john chapter 10 verse 34 you with me yes. you with me yes. wow you're with me people on zoom you're with me I missed some of them today. I don't know if the link didn't work for them, but I know some of them were supposed to be here. And my my God is such that you need to understand the heart of God. The breakthroughs I'm hearing for few people they're not even on the Zoom. But may it locate them. The God I serve is very beautiful. He's so concerned. The Holy Spirit chooses to hover where 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 does he try, love to hover i'm talking over now the process of restoration mm-hmm. and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters um before that what did he say now the earth was formless and empty mm. darkness was over the surface of the deep mm. and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters So where was the Holy Spirit hovering? The waters which were covering darkness, mm-hmm. void and brokenness mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit chose to hover over this space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What does it tell you about God? there is a characteristic in god mm-hmm. my goodness i am feeling the presence of god i feel the electricity of god mm-hmm. god when you become a project of a man mm-hmm. they will introduce judgment their broken experiences and they will try to redefine you through that when you become a project of satan mm-hmm. 
he will judge you based on his failure because he fell and he will redefine you through that that is why some people never find god why because they have come so much under the defining influence of the devil that they don't find hope to find god am i making sense yeah. because there satan has so much defined them that they're so much bad that there is nothing that is in them that can ever reach god and he has defined them in that way so they will never put their hope up to go anywhere but now this god is showing something in the scripture he is saying he chose a project of his he began to hover meaning rest for an extended period of time over darkness over voidness over brokenness he just hovered he just rested himself there for an extended period of time why he wanted to redefine that place come on you didn't get it god wanted to redefine that you read me those three words what does it say okay hold hold on formless god wanted to redefine the formless uh, somebody else can read from another uh, version what does it esv yeah what does it say thank you when we go to the new place we um, shall have wireless mics yes Man. in okay. jesus name um verse 2 right yep the earth was without form okay without form formless so god wants to stay over something that is formless mm-hmm. something that has no form yeah. what are the next two words and void void what does the word say in the your empty empty mm-hmm. void mm-hmm. empty what else was the third word and darkness darkness mm-hmm. wow no matter which area of your life right now is void empty formless no form there is no light it's dark will you allow the holy spirit to hover over you until he redefines you wow no matter what the enemy has done or has happened but if you'll allow the holy spirit to hover over you he will redefine you void formless empty dark is a definition but god was redefining it i believe prophetically 
God is redefining some things tonight. He's adding a new definition. He's, he's redefining you. The heart of God is so evident in this world. He chose to define that which has lost definition. May God redefine you tonight. Karabo Santo Robrobori Antele Bereke Seketelebe. Ah, Shoto Robori Anto Robrobori Antele Berebe. Well, you need to just enjoy God right now. He just wants to define you, redefine you. Some of you are sitting and saying, oh, I wish if my life was all perfect. You know what? It wouldn't have gone a long way. It wouldn't have gotten much glory. But now that this God wants to define you again by hovering over you, he gets more glory. And when he's restoring you, he creates new life in it, imparts more in it, and he imparts multiplication in it, he imparts dominion into it, and he imparts something more powerful than ever before. I want you to hear this with your spiritual ears, not just with your physical. He adds, are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. He adds his image and likeness to this story of restoration. Woof! May your celebration be equivalent to your restoration. May your celebration be equivalent to your restoration. Hey, thank you, Jesus. May Mbrozaya ta 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 ha. Guess what? Hold on, hold on. You will clap better after this one more sentence. First creation did not have his image and likeness. Oh, you didn't get it? When he created the angels, when he created the entirety of the heavens and the earth, when he created in the beginning, it did not carry his image and likeness. But when he began restoration, he introduced his image and likeness. May it be so in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. People on Zoom, may my God restore you with his image and his likeness in Jesus' mighty name. I said, may your celebration be equivalent to your restoration. Yes. I am now excited for restoration. Hey, 
Stop grieving over your loss. It is done. Get ready for restoration. Oh. Get ready for what is ahead of you. Intentional living. Ah, not random anymore. My God, the Holy Spirit was not random. He was not randomly hovering over a piece of broken, void, this and that. No, he was intentional. He said, I am going to bring something that will look like me, that will talk like me, that will feel like me, that will emit me on this planet. And God said, I will myself bring forth my image and likeness. And that was the story of God's restoration. And all these angels that rebelled with God, they are looking and saying, ah, we made God fall. We destroyed what he made. God said, wait until I recreate. Wait until I restore. Because I am about to impart my image and likeness to my restoration. And it will be a new dimension. When you meet that piece, it will look like me. It will talk like me. It will walk like me. And now read that John chapter 10 verse 34. Oh, Raka Seke. I feel him in this room. Do you feel him in your room, Zoom? I don't know, but you need to hear this message at least two to three, four times. I am telling you, I did not come prepared for this. John chapter 10 verse 34. Is it not written in your scripture that I call you gods? Definition. Those who are led by the spirit of God are called what? I don't give birth to a donkey. <laughs> I don't birth a giraffe. When I give birth to something of my image and my likeness, it will look like me, it will act like me, it will behave like me, it will move like me, it will have the same DNA in it, it will have the same imprint in it. That's why God said those who are led by His Spirit are called the sons and daughters of God. Offspring. Is it not written in your word, ye are God's? definition may my God redefine us he is redefining us tonight there is a wind that is blowing in this room there is the presence of the very angels but these angels are zealous of you because you are more higher than them The first creation, now they're all looking and saying, we thought we messed it up and there'll be nothing more glorious. And God said, wait until I restore everything with my image and my likeness. The angels were like, look, I can fly. I'm so cute. I can do this. I can do that. But now when they look at man, they're like, wow, they look like our God. May your story look like God's. Yes. 
you didn't hear me may your story be written rewritten like god's like the god story let your story be a god story worth saying it out loud worth declaring it out loud worth proclaiming it out loud because my god has redefined your life and has given you a new definition blessed are you who has the voice of god sent to you shaya makoriande rekeniante leko zikoriata Zembro mozikariata sakore yanto sele mekoni yante rekos satari yanta hey i'm excited for restoration if i'm getting more glory more benefits more image more likeness i'm ready forget your failures forget your past come out of it step up into your restoration this is your story e rabani yante leke seke chere mere 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 Zanto robroko sikoriante reke sikete Every time God creates something new He increases his glory Tell God you're ready for the new things tell the lord you're ready for something new in your life you're ready for new adventures you're ready for divine restorations maraka sandalaba zeborianto roboturiande zete brakasikariante rabahazada zelemeneonto roboshiteriante My God does not repair he only restores. My God is different. And when he's restoring he will put his image and likeness with an outstretched arm. Is anything <laughs> too hard for the Lord? Today he has proved it in your life. It's not hard. He's done it. You never came into this house by accident. None of you here. None of you here have come here by accident. you're come here because revival call of god has called you to step into this stream people on zoom you are never here by accident you're not here even because of me you're here because this god has a plan and a purpose in your life which is beyond you blessed are you you are found here tonight rashakayanto rokosikatarabaha so what you were broken once so what things happened once Now get ready for restoration. Amen. I was telling somebody this word. The blood of Jesus justifies. You know what it means? Just as if nothing ever happened. That's my definition. That's the definition I I walk with. When his blood meets you, the information in your blood is being overridden. Your blood says you did this. Your blood is always speaking, giving account of your life. it is telling your spirit it is telling your soul it is telling your body this is how you are because your blood carries information but when the blood of jesus overrides it it says i override it all it speaks a better word over you his blood is speaking a better word over you oh shakaba yanta rika sikatarabaha zekoni yanto robo siketerebere you need to let go and let god in that's for somebody here just let go let god in let god take over you you have a call 
you have an anointing god has called you not into this stream into this home by accident now things are about to happen in your life things are about to be carried you know god is going to carry you in the days to come just let him do it e roboni ante rekasika chalabaha in the mighty name of jesus 